Hello and welcome to So This Works, the podcast about work-life balance. My name is Marcus Lee and I'm your host. It's been a while, it's been a little while since I've released a podcast episode. In fact, there's been enough of a break that I think we can call this next batch of episodes season two. And on today's episode, I'm joined by Tony Carver of TLC Style and Colour, a colour, style, image and makeup consultant. We talk about why Tony left her career in finance behind to start her own business. Business. We talk about the importance of dressing well to boost your confidence and of course we discuss work-life balance and what that looks like for her. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you do like it, can I ask you to please pop along to iTunes and leave us a quick review and also feel free to visit sothisworks.co.uk to find out more information about the podcast and to listen to other episodes. Thanks for listening in advance. As always, the introduction music is going to kick in. So nod your head and then we'll get into the conversation. Stay tuned. Tony Carver of TLC, welcome to the So This Works podcast. It's great to have you on. How's your day going so far? It's good, thank you. Yeah, very good. Wonderful. It's an amazing thing of the modern age that we live in is that we've never actually met face-to-face, have we? We've only met, you know, using online networking. Yeah, that's true. Can't believe it. Fantastic. So introduce yourself, tell the world about TLC, how you got started, Tell us a bit of background about your business, if that's okay. So um, I'm Tony Carver. My business is called TLC Style and Colour. And essentially, um, I can help people to transform their wardrobe and their life uh, with my sessions. Um, so it's all to do with how you dress, having the confidence to be able to represent the best version of you and your business, if you're in business, whether that's online or indeed face-to-face. Fantastic. Do you find that you have more male clients or more female clients? Uh, predominantly um, female uh, clients. So I do have more women clients. Um, although I have seen, interestingly, an, an uptake of male clients for colour yeah. um, during lockdown. Fantastic. Fantastic. So how did you move into that field? It was a long time ago, actually. So it was um, 10 years ago. Um, I was working in a different industry and I decided I would retrain and do something completely different. Yeah. Um, and I chose to retrain as a image consultant and personal stylist. Yeah. Because I'd actually had the experience um, an image consultation personally when I was in my twenties. Yeah. And that feeling um, and confidence and the impact that it had in terms of how I showed up, how I felt, in what I wore. Um, was just life-changing really for me and actually I wanted to learn more about how I could do that for other people yeah um, so that's how I how I ultimately ended up um, having my own business fantastic and you previously worked in financial services I did I had over 20 years as a career in financial services so some people say I went from financial services to fashion yeah but I'm not sure I did but um, yeah, I originally uh, uh, left school and went straight to work um, in financial services. It's it's interesting when you talk about what you wear, because I think when you're, say, a, a younger person in your 20s, for example, you, you're, you're a bit more self-conscious. I sort of feel like as we get older, we get a little bit more confident. Would you agree with that? Do you think people are more confident the older they get in terms of what they wear and how they look? Or is that a myth? Um, I think it's a myth. I think it's a myth. 
No, I, I think there's an element of truth there, Marcus, really, because I think when you're in your 20s, um, I think it's less about maybe like what you should wear or anything like that, because actually you're finding yourself, you know, you're creating your own identity. Yeah. Um, you're becoming, you know, your own person, obviously. And actually different things that happen in your life, whether that's your careers and jobs and things like that, they have an impact in terms of how you how you feel and how you dress. Yeah. And I think as you then move through life, you, you've experimented, I suppose, in terms of what you wear and how you show up and, you know, depending upon what kind of job you do and things like that. Yeah. And actually, it's the different life events, I find, that we go through that actually can change how we perceive and actually how we dress and, and what we wear ultimately. So, you know, I, I still see um, people who have retired um, and actually because they've retired, you know, yes, they've still got confidence, but actually they might have lost their way because they've lost a little bit of what they feel is their identity and it's different to how they've been dressing previously, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, true. Interestingly, I mean, maybe you can help me. I tend to wear, I feel quite confident in what I wear. I work for myself, so I tend to wear a lot of t-shirts. I tend to wear dark jeans, but I tend to wear a lot of black t-shirts. So if there's photos of me online, they tend to be... <laughs> of, of myself in something dark and i i think i heard years ago that black is a slimming color <laughs> um is there any truth in that is there any truth in you know we, we wear certain colors or we, we start sticking to certain colors because we feel safer in those colors there is an element of truth in it because what happens is is that you'll know yourself if you feel good in something then actually improves your confidence level yeah and actually then when you feel good and you look good the two things are interlinked so actually you stand taller you know you you might approach somebody or a room in a very different way yeah um the the thing about wearing wearing black is that for some people it's really flattering yeah um but actually what tends to happen is is that black can actually mean that you hide away you know so actually you can fade into the background right it's not much that the color itself is slimming because actually black isn't particularly like that's the one that's slimming yeah um but it's more the fact that if you really want to appear slimmer actually you need to be head to toe in one color because actually that has a visual slimming effect so it could be it could be blue for instance it could be red it could be pink it could be green yeah but ultimately if you're top to toe in something what it does is it lengthens the eye line from top to bottom yeah. and thereby gives it a slimming effect okay that's interesting so it could be any <laughs> color it, it could be any color i think maybe black it sounds dark to say oh black is my favorite color i just I, like i said i think it's it's safe and this is a bit embarrassing but i probably don't wear white as much because i think well, i don't want to spill food on it <laughs> you know i don't want to i don't want to spill a drink on it and then look like i've got a clear stain for the rest of the day who knows, who knows? <laughs> the thing is though is again it's it's it, you were right with the word you said it's safe and a lot of people still feel like it's safe to be in black yeah but actually that what i also find is that people then end up being trapped in black because actually they're not sure what what color to wear what suits them what to wear ultimately. So what they end up doing is reaching for the same thing. So yeah. actually they end up then living in black mm. and they can't get out of it because they don't know what else to wear. Yeah. Um, and that and I see that time and time again. Fantastic. Just interestingly, we talk about when people they go for a job interview and they say, you know, dress your best, look your best, put on your best suit, do whatever you can to, you know, uh, impress an employer. But how much does appearance really play a part when people go for interviews or when they turn into a meeting? 
because surely a lot of it has to do with how that person comes across in terms of speech and confidence. How much does appearance play a part in that? Your appearance actually makes a really, um, really big difference because what you have to think is your appearance and your body language actually makes up, statistically speaking, just over half a percent, half, 50% of a person's first impression of you. Yeah. So if you think that you've managed to secure the interview, fantastic, that's great. You've got it really on the merits of what's on your CV, so to speak. But now the interview is all about, you know, making that right impression yeah. that you're going to fit in, that, you know, you're the type of person that they're looking for. It's all about standing out. Yeah. So if you think of, you know, when you wear something that you feel really good in, you know, you, it improves your confidence level. Sure. You feel good, you look good, you stand taller. Yeah. And actually, your body language becomes much more open, much more positive. Your shoulders are back. And actually, if you're, if you're feeling confident and feeling good, then actually that comes over as well in your voice, yeah. in the tone of your voice as well. So it's it, it all interlinked and has such a powerful impact. It's really worth bearing that in mind. Yeah, it, no, it's interesting that it really does play a part, doesn't it? It impacts you and, and makes you feel more confident. I wanted to ask you about any challenges that you faced, Tony. Um, you, you know, 10 years in, lots of things would have happened. And I'm sure that the challenges that you may have faced as a woman would be different to the challenges that I'd face as a, as a man. Yeah, of course. I think when I, when I think back to when I worked in uh, corporate world, when I worked in financial services, you know, there's, there's a lot of stigma, I suppose. Um, and actually, it's quite, it was always quite a male-dominated industry with financial services. I was constantly sort of surrounded by men in business. And actually, you know, equally, then it's difficult to stand out, you yeah. know, that, and actually make it stand out for, um, actually, for, for the knowledge that you have or the experience that you've got rather than your gender. Yeah. Um, so I actually, you know, when I'd gone through, you know, I had my own consultation when I was in my 20s. And that was one of the reasons because actually I was going and seeing people and having face-to-face meetings and yeah. doing that kind of thing. And I wanted to feel confident in what I wore and make the right impression and feel professional and actually feel good. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what, what sort of helps for me. So I think professionally speaking, if you're in business, it's how do you stand out? How do you make the right first impression, but continuous impression? Where almost, you know, people do take you seriously yeah. from that perspective. Um, and then I think actually from, from where I am now and, and the business that I've got now, there's actually a little bit, I find that people almost look at me in a way as if I, I should be, like more eccentric in how I dress, you right, know. So okay. because I'm sort of dealing not in fashion, I don't consider it to be fashion, and I don't consider myself to be fashionable either. But it's almost like I'm, I look normal, you know. They expect me to almost be, you know, uh, the you know the girls in our fab or something, you know, <laughs> yeah. dressed eccentrically or yeah. you know with all sorts of textures and hats and all that kind of. And it's just not me. Yeah. But that that's the beauty, though. I think about what I do yeah. is it's about people being themselves and being authentic, and actually representing the best version of them, yeah. whoever that needs to be. Yeah. So that's wonderful. Another question I want to ask you about is work-life balance in terms of how you juggle work with your private life. And I'm sure stepping away from the financial world must have had a part to play in that. One of the one of the reasons that I, um, I suppose, retrained in the industry that which I am, there was an element where, 
it was actually having a plan B at the time. And actually, that work-life balance became much more important to me because the, the days when I used to sort of work 60 hours a week, yeah. there, there isn't really a lot of time. Um, you know, we've all gone through different, different things and different stages in life. But over the years, the, you know, it became apparent to me that actually, you know, you have to be happy in your personal life. You yep. need to be happy in your working life. Well, you need to enjoy what you're doing, you know, and, and maybe the last, you know, sort of 12 months, you know, people have become more attuned to that and actually recognizing that life, you know, it is about embracing it and doing it and be happy. And, and it's recognizing, I think, as well, um, what makes you happy and what's rewarding. Yeah. You know, I get I get great sense of much more rewarding to be able to help people than arguably what I ever did you know, previously in, in my other career. Um, yeah. And that's not to be dumbed down because I enjoyed that time and things like that. But actually, it became less enjoyable for me and less rewarding. Yeah. And, and it's about being true to yourself and recognizing when things need to change and that you're in control of changing it too. Fantastic. Yeah. Just out of interest, talking about the past 12 months then, because I think we're now 53 weeks uh, away. So it's, it's, it's a year anniversary plus a week of the first... Uh, national UK lockdown on March the 23rd when that happened when you know Boris Johnson made that announcement on the evening what was your initial feeling because for me it's it's almost like a, a dystopian thing that happened that you know everything was just very strange all of a sudden how did you feel when that first happened when you first heard that announcement oh it was I remember it I do I remember it, it was that Monday Monday evening I was watching it and there'd been a little bit of a rumbling up to it. And yeah. actually, you know, where people were starting, you know, we were, you know, there was the hands and the hand sanitizer and people being restricted. But I was actually, I was lost a little bit, if I'm honest. I didn't initially, my, I was just like, well, what am I going to do? Because I had, I had a full diary, you know, client bookings. I had events booked in right up until the summer. And actually I had to pull everything. Yeah. Um, and, and it was heartbreaking actually. To, to make the call, send out the messages and say, I'm really sorry, but we need to postpone your appointment. And it was just, what am I going to do? You know, was, was all, you know, was another thing that I was thinking as well. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you, you need that period, I suppose, of, of reflection and actually thought to actually go, well, what does this look like? Because we also didn't know what, what a national lockdown mi would mean. Yeah. You know, we were all, it was all new. I mean, it, when you go through three, you sort of know what's coming in a way. Don't you? You <laughs> yeah. But but back then, you know, in March, April, what what did that mean? You know, yes, okay, we couldn't go out, we couldn't do this, but actually, it had clearly, you know, big ramifications for some people and some businesses. Some thrive, you yeah. know, some not so. So it's been a, it, yeah, I suppose quite a, a very unique experience. I think I would say. Yeah. Are there any lessons that you've taken from the past year that you think you're going to use going forward? I think, I think what I learned from that very first one was actually almost don't panic. Yeah. Um, because you, you, it's back to, I always think, think logically, you know, what does this mean? What can you do? Because everything's within your sphere of control or the bits that you can, they're the bits that you want to concentrate on. Yeah. You can't change what's going to, you know, who's transmitting what or what country does what. You can just do what you can do yeah. and, and actually work with that. So actually, you know, be logical, be sensible, you know, do what you, do what you need to do to make you feel safe and actually then make the plans around that. 
That's really good advice. That's really good advice. I'm going to ask you some more business related questions, but I'm going to step away from work for a moment. And everyone who comes on my podcast ends up playing this game of Would You Rather? And this is just to dig a little bit deeper into the mind of Tony Carver <laughs> to figure oh, out. It's dangerous, Marcus. It's dangerous. I know. Let's go there. Let's make it interesting. <laughs> just to see what you do in situation A or situation B. So none of these are too dark or anything like that, don't worry. It's quite lighthearted. But yeah, I'm just going to give you two options. And I'd just like you to explain why you'd pick the particular option that you choose. Is that okay? Okay, that's fine. Fantastic. So we've got 10 questions. So we're going to kick off Tony Carver. Would you rather with question one? Here we go. Tony Carver, would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything you're told? Oh, I think B. You'd rather believe everything you're told? Yes. Is that because you're a trusting person? Uh, yeah, I, I think I think I'd rather be be- believing of what somebody says, even being gullible, than actually, yeah, yeah. No, that's nice. That's that's a nice response. Jolly good. Uh, question two: Would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the most intelligent person in the room? Oh, I think A. Is there a reason why? I would say because actually it's nice have somebody you know to be able to laugh and, and be able to give that joy to people yeah no, that's good okay question three would you rather be invisible or be fast oh. so it's a bit of a superhero power yeah oh isn't that chicken would you rather be invisible or fast i think i think oh it's a tough one i'm gonna go with invisible because it reminds me of harry potter and his invisibility cloak okay <laughs> I think if you're invisible, you can also go window shopping or you can go walk around the store and you don't have assistants bugging you all the time. <laughs> I think that's probably the, the highlight of being invisible. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Fourth question. Would you rather win £50,000 or let your best friend win £500,000? Oh, wow. Mm, I suppose really... You want your friend to, because then you can see that joy and that experience that it goes with. Although if it came where I could win it as well, then that'd be good. <laughs> I think, but it's one or the other, Tony. So it's it's yourself getting fifty grand, or your friend getting five hundred grand, and you've got to choose one. No, I go with my friend. I go with my friend. You you are a selfless person. I'd I'd pick, I'd pick myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think I choose the fifty grand and I'd, I'd take my friends out for for a meal. <laughs> You're a better person than I am, clearly. Um, qu- question five: Would you rather get away with lying every time, or B always know that someone else is lying? I think B. I'd rather know that someone else is lying. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Next question. Would you rather be able to change the future or the past just by imagining it? So future or past? I'd say future because the past is the past. Let the past live in the past. Concentrate on the present and influence your own future. It's important. I know people say, you know, no regrets. You shouldn't look back in the past. But do you sometimes look back and think, I wish X, Y and Z had happened differently? I suppose we all would do. But I think as well, though, I, I, I feel like it's fleeting because you've done the things that you've done. If you can genuinely say to yourself that you wouldn't, that you'd still do it again, but you wouldn't do something differently, then there's no point changing the past because you live, you live by the 
past, it influences where you take it, where you are now. And if you hadn't done the thing in the past, you wouldn't be where you are now. True. It's a good way to look at it. Fantastic. Okay, next question. Would you rather, this is a really deep one this is, would you rather live in an amusement park or a zoo? Amusement park. <laughs> Any reason why? It's just fun there, isn't it? You know, just imagine you've got all those different rides and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's much more fun. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, next question. Would you rather be a millionaire by winning the lottery or by working 100 hours a week? Oh, I've done 60 hours a week and I have to say it, it does, it's too much. So I think I'd say win it because you can still earn your money and still do that. But I don't think you need to work 100 hours a week because really it's not, it's not that enjoyable. It's not good for work-life balance. Fair enough, fair enough, okay. The next question is based on, do you think you're quite good at singing? Do you think you're, you know, you're good at singing in public or would you prefer to sing in the shower? No, I'm terrible at singing. Rubbish. Okay, fair enough. So, the next question is, would you rather create a super successful app or would you rather go on tour with Beyonce? Uh, I think I'd rather create an app, actually. Yeah, because I just, honestly, I'm awful. Nobody would come. She's booming <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, let's rephrase it. Maybe if you're going on tour with Beyonce, it's TLC, and you're, you're styling everybody. So, you know, oh, would you... Would nah, you so would you yeah, rather go with the app? Yeah. It, it does, yeah. Would you rather go with the app or, or with Beyonce in, in that? No, I regard? think I'd go with Beyonce then if I can have a bit of influence. All right, fair enough. Yeah, because I think people know who she is, don't, don't they? So yeah, she's <laughs> kind of famous, I've heard. Okay, and then the last question. Would you rather be able to read minds or accurately predict the future? Mm, read minds or accurately predict the future. Um, oh... I'm torn on that one because I think it would, would be really good to be able to read someone's mind, wouldn't it? <laughs> but then actually some people, you don't really, once you know what they're thinking, you wish you didn't know as yeah, well. There's always yeah. those moments, isn't there? True. But accurately predicting the future, then you can always be right. And that's always good mm -hmm. when you're right. <laughs> um, I've got, oh, I've got, that's a tough one. This one's really flummoxed now. I'm going to go with the future. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to go with the future. Yeah, 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 I understand. I think if you're in a room with someone and then you realise they really don't like you or are thinking negative things about you, I think it'll make you feel a bit ill, almost, so, I think, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, there's, there's certain circumstances where you don't want to be able to read somebody's mind, exactly. do you? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah, it's convincing me. Fantastic. Okay, that's the end of the game. So, yeah, 10 questions, and I think you've come off like a normal person. So, yeah, well done. Well done for playing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just in terms of moving forward, so it's 2021. Um, you know, we're sort of coming out of major lockdowns and hoping that we'll get some sort of normal. Um, I'll ask you about the business and then I'll ask you on a personal level as well. But in terms of moving forward with your business, what are you hoping for in the coming year or the coming years, if you like? Well, I'm hoping for a bit more normality in the way that actually I can I can see people face to face again because obviously I've missed seeing people and, and being able to deliver my sessions to them one on one. Yeah. Um and so I suppose there's an element of that. But actually I have learned that being able to offer online sessions to people has helped because I've still been able to help people in lockdown. So 
it has meant that my business will will adopt um, both face to face and online in the future. So that's a a positive yeah um, growth really for me. I think it's good that we've all learned that you can do things online and you can do them well because you know lots of businesses have had to obviously move online to keep in touch with the world but it's I think it's taught us to work smarter hasn't it there's there's different ways to do things um yeah I think it has I think we've all learned because actually while technology's always existed you know for 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 decades kind of thing it doesn't necessarily mean that we always embrace every aspect of it yeah and actually when you're forced almost you know if you like into a way that you've got to use technology in a better way that was always there but actually you, you make it work when there's almost not another option you know because it we we just lost that ability didn't we yeah you know, definitely. 12 months ago. definitely so putting the business to one side you personally tony june 2021 comes you can do whatever you like what are you looking forward to? What's the first thing you're going to do? Oh, I think what I'm looking forward to is actually going out, like, for just for a meal. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. You know, going out for a meal and drinks. Um, because that's the one thing I've missed, actually. You know, it's not being in lockdown. You, you know, it, it's been... I've spent more time with my husband, and thankfully... I haven't wanted to kill him, and he <laughs> hasn't wanted to kill me. Well, so then. we're winning there. Yeah. <laughs> but but actually, that change of scenery and actually going out and enjoying the things that almost you, you know we've not been able to do. So I think the meal and drinks, yeah, is just is, is is the one thing actually I'm looking forward to, and maybe staying away in a, in a different you know location, you know, rather yeah. than just at home as well yeah yeah definitely and i think it's having the the freedom of choice isn't it because we miss going out i was talking to my wife about this the other day that you miss going out because it's nice that you can stay in and have a nice night in but it's also nice when you've got the option of going out and you can say oh well we'll have the night in instead but we don't have that yeah. choice at the moment we just have to stay in <laughs> so yeah, yeah I, I understand true. the freedom yeah because you'd have that conversation when you're like you know chance to go out this weekend you know yeah you're doing anything no i'm staying in yeah i'm going nowhere i'm seeing nobody and i'm not doing anything exactly exactly and you know what what's a bigger deal i've just bought a onesie i've, I've just uh, succumbed to the idea of buying a onesie and i've just bought it in the week when it started to get warmer so i i, I tried it on yesterday and i was too hot to wear it which is a shame i should have bought it Don't six worry, months ago that is changing <laughs> exactly i just bought it at the wrong time the wrong time <laughs> Um, anyway moving forward tony um how can people find you if people want to get in touch with you could you share your website and any socials that where people can find you i can indeed thank you yes so my website is tlc style and color.co.uk yep and on facebook and instagram you'll find me as tlc style and color wonderful tony it's been a pleasure talking to you one day we might actually meet face to face one day, you never know. One day we might actually meet face to face and we'll realise that one of us is really tall and one of us is really short and, you know, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll realise all those things when we meet face to face. But yeah, Tony, thank you so much for coming on. It'd be great to catch up with you again and just see how work and life is, is going for you. Fantastic. Yeah, wonderful. Thanks so much, Tony. Take care.
well you've made it this far so thanks for listening to this episode of so this works i hope these insights and conversations help to inspire you and please come back for the next one which i hope will encourage you in some way for more information about the podcast please visit the website so thisworks.co.uk and i hope you'll join me again soon and until next time take care